you know, there are so many things that come up to test how bad I wanted it. You know, what I wanted to lose overall was 60 pounds by this date, but I did not hit my goal. I did not hit my goal. I kind of knew I wouldn't hit it about, you know, two weeks ago, right? Because of where I was on the scale at the time, there was no way I could hit my overall goal as I initially set out. And I did feel some type of way. I did feel down about it. You know, don't get me wrong. But then I realized I have to be okay with failing. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is for women and men over 30 who wants to achieve success in their fitness journey. And I'm going to help you do just that. But first, let me ask you this. What did you learn when you lost weight? Did you learn about sacrifice? Did you learn about truth? Did you learn about honoring yourself? These are some of the things that I learned about myself now that I've lost some weight. I'm going to tell you how much weight I've lost. But first, a word from our sponsors. You know what? I've been jonesing for pizza lately, but I'm trying to get better at eating better, not eating out so much, and subscribing to the we got food at home mentality. So I chose to cook what I bought from Sam's. Salmon prices have been so high, but Sam's had it $5 off today. Last week, I found a bag of quinoa there for about $8. Since my vegetable supply of meal prep was running low, I also picked up some fresh broccoli. By the time I realized it, I had cooked everything in my e-cookbook. What to meal prep for beginners? Not only will you get three recipes for one high protein meal under 600 calories, you'll also get a free workout ebook. Get 10% off when you sign up to my weekly newsletter. The link will be in the description and the link tree in my bio. Download your copy today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Success Fitness Podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast wherever you are, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or even on YouTube. Today is May the 27th at 7.49 a.m. Central Standard Time. This is my morning voice. I am drinking coffee currently to try to make my voice sound a little bit uh, more vibrant than what it is. So I kind of got to throw my voice right now. But we are going to get through to this podcast. And it's an exciting day. Today is my 200th episode of the Success Fitness Podcast and also day 75 of my juice fast. And these two things have one thing in common. And I'm going to get into that. But first, but first, but first, today's podcast subject is what did you learn when you lost weight? Now, being that this is day 75 of my juice fast, I'm going to need you to write in the comment section what my goal was of what I wanted to hit for my juice fast and on what day. So I am a day behind. I was supposed to record this yesterday to let you all know what my, uh, my goal was, what I hit. And if I didn't hit it, but wherever you are, write down the timestamp of where you are. And I believe they have that, uh, ability, uh, that capability to, to do that on, uh, on YouTube. You know, at the minute mark, wherever you are, it's like a timestamp. And you can say at this time, I'm going to write down what or comment <laughs> or comment uh, what the goal was. So let me know. Let me know. Let me know what the what the goal was. But there are two two different dates, day 75 and 200 and 200. Right. There's no. um you know, significant meaning of what 200 means or what 75 means. I, I really don't know. But uh, one thing that I do know 
is that my mother told me to finish what you start. And as easy as it sounds, it can be tough. You know, there are things that come up that you have no control over. There are things that you just have no control over at all. And that is true between the 200th episode of this podcast and day 75 of my juice fast. And these two dates, these two things have one thing in common. It's consistency. You know, this is what I learned when I produced 200 episodes in 75 days of being on this juice fast. 200 and then 75. Those are those are big numbers. And I set out to hit 74, 74 days, right? I set out to hit 74 days. And my initial goal was 60 pounds. My initial goal was to lose 60 pounds by May the 26th because that was my niece's birthday. So shout out to my niece, Nai And she just graduated eighth grade. I'm so proud of her. But I didn't hit my goal. I didn't hit my goal. And I'm going to tell you what I feel and how I feel about that. Kind of indifferent. But between you know, a total of, you know, 74 days that I gave myself to lose 60 pounds. And from the first day of when I started this podcast and a little side note, I want you to comment, comment wherever you are, comment wherever time this timestamp lays at, let me know what my initial podcast was called on my first podcast and let me know the actual day and date of my first podcast and what the title of that podcast was called. I don't know if I'll give you anything. I'm really flying off the top of my head right now. I have clients uh, all day (laughs) today. I am trying to make sure I am consistent in this podcast because like I was alluding to earlier, there are things that come up. There are things that come up. There are things that come up. True story, true story. Yesterday, my oven caught on fire. Not a little fire. I'm talking about maybe my house could have burned down. I'm going to get into that later. But going back, there are things that come up that you can't control. You don't have any control over when you are on your fitness journey or whenever you set a day or date to achieve something. And that can be the most challenging. That can be the most challenging thing of of all because it does test your mental. It does test, you know, how bad that you want it, you know. But I believe this is all motivation for you to be persistent and test. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want to be consistent? You know, are you really serious about honoring your word to yourself? Now we talk a lot about being truthful and honor, right? And truthful and honor among other people. Like, you know, you got to be a man or woman of your word, you know, honor your word. What you say is you have to uphold it. But I believe the most important person you should be truthful to and to be the most honorable is to yourself. There have been plenty of times when I set goals for myself and I don't hit it. And I feel some type of way after it, right? And that is I'm lying to myself. I don't like lying to myself, you know, and there are things they like on your fitness journey, right? You're like, man, I'm not going to eat that. We know whether it's, let's say a cookie or whatever. And somehow you end up doing it right. And there's one part to where you feel some type of guilt. And I believe that type of guilt. And from my own personal experience, 
has to do with just not being honest with yourself. You're not being honest with yourself. Then if you say you're not going to do something and you do it, and I understand, you know, temptations, right? Um, and we can give in to them or we cannot give in to them. But on the times we do give in to them, I think part of that is not being truthful to yourself, not, not honoring your word, you know, to yourself. Right. And I've been thinking about that and, you know what I'm saying? That angle a little bit more lately, just in my life and trying to be consistent, trying to be truthful and trying to be honorable. I believe all three of those things connect. I believe all three of those things connect. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I do feel some type of way about setting a goal and not not hitting it. Um, I've been trying to be more consistent with this podcast for those who have stuck with me since day one. You know, those first 15, 20, 30 episodes weren't consistent in regards to uploading every week, producing every week, publishing every week at a an exact time. I have low-key commitment issues, and I think that had something to do with it, but I worked that out. I worked that out just listening to different social media marketers and how to make sure you're just, you know, being consistent. And they put it into terms of, say, like a TV show. You know, we watch Power, and it comes on, I believe, <laughs> I believe Friday, I believe. Please correct me if I'm wrong, write in the comments on the exact day but you know we watch it on stars you know maybe a day later or whatever but at least they have a consistent day in time that they will produce another episode or publish another episode which in turns puts uh, confidence into the viewer right which is me saying every every week I know for sure I'm going to get this program at this time or this day or to be available for me to watch at my leisure. And I realize I have to start doing that with this podcast. And I believe I started, you know, making sure I did that. I believe somewhere about episode 100, 105 or whatever, right? Comment below. Uh, make sure you comment on the timestamp of what happened on episode 100 of this podcast. What happened on episode 100 of this podcast? So go ahead and put that in the comment section um, below, wherever you are, Apple, Spotify, or or YouTube. So going back to, to honoring yourself, you know, goes with consistency. All this stuff goes with consistency. Consistency. You know, this fitness journey I've been on these past couple of months, I had to honor the word to myself, right? I had to just really just honor the word to myself. I had to be truthful with myself, right? This is a, uh, what do you call it? You know, self-reflection every single day in regards to, you know, my, 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 my fitness journey. Right. And it should be, be one to you, right? Try your best to honor yourself, be truthful to yourself, whether it's, I'm going to work out this amount of time, or I'm going to work out on this day and time, or I am going to eat these total caloric, um, total calories. I'm sorry. I'm going to eat these total calories throughout the day and I'm not going to go over. And if you don't have a clue of how many calories, calories you should eat, then click the link in my description to download my new ebook. How many calories should I eat? It's a guide to show you how many calories you should eat too reach your fitness goals. And the link will be in the show notes or the description. So again, you know, I had to honor the word to myself. You know, there are so many things that come up to test how bad I wanted it, you know, 
What I wanted to lose overall was 60 pounds by this date, but I did not hit my goal. I did not hit my goal. I kind of knew I wouldn't hit it about, you know, two weeks ago, right? Because of where I was on the scale at the time, there was no way I could hit my overall goal as I initially set out. And I did feel some type of way. I did feel down about it. You know, don't get me wrong. But then I realized I have to be okay with failing. <laughs> you know, I, I really, I really did. I had to have a, you know, come to Jesus moment with myself versus getting so down and then just blowing up the whole project. I'm the kind of person that if I know I'm not going to hit a goal, I would just stop overall. And I have to learn how to work through that. I have to learn how to work through that. I'm not sure why I process things like that. But if I know I'm not going to hit it, I just give up. <laughs> I, I do give up. I have certain certain times uh, you have to catch me in certain moods. I just stop and I'm working at honoring what my mother told me, you know, finish what you start, finish what you start. And like I said earlier, it is easier said than done because it's just coming off of, of, of your tongue off the top of your head. And as soon as you set things out into the, into the world, into the universe, there are going to be things that try to stop you. There is a scripture in the Bible that says, whenever I try to do good, evil is present. And that is true. And being that I know that, being that I know that that's how the world operates, I have to understand when those evil things come up and how I have to deal with them. I have to go right through them. You know what I mean? Like there's there's no avoiding them. There's no avoiding them at all. But I did feel down about not hitting my 60 pounds. Right. You know, I just I just knew I'm like, there is no way by where I was about, you know, two weeks ago. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to lose at least like two and a half pounds a day to, 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 to hit that goal. Right. But like I said, I, I had to realize I had to be okay with failing and failing has to be narrowed down to context, right. To context overall, like what does failing look like when it comes to what it is that, you know, you want to do, right. What does, what does that look like? What does that look like? Um, and you have to ask yourself that question, right. Um, failing has to be narrowed down to, to context, failing, <laughs> failing, 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 failing has to be narrowed down to context. Now I may not have lost 60 pounds, but as of yesterday, day 74, I am down a total of 50 pounds right now. Here's where the controversy is at in my household is that when I went to the doctor, I believe I had this paper right here. As you can hear the the rattling, I'm looking at my after visit summary, my after visit summary of when I went to the doctor on March the 14th, 2023, I had my clothes on, right? I had my clothes on my shoes. You know, when you go to the doctor, they say, you know, step on the scales, like this big scale. Right. And I felt some type of way. I'm like, this is type of thing. They weigh elephants on. <laughs> That's honestly how I felt. Um, but anyway, my weight was 369, 369, right? And I'm like, this is crazy because I'm going to the doctor, you know, getting, you know, checked up. I wasn't really feeling good. I was having some some fluid issues in the back of my ear or inside of my ear. And I was just feeling just kind of just off balance, right? And um, I went to the doctor about in December and she told me to come back in March, which I did, and hopefully between December and March, I was supposed to lose 10 pounds to get off of this blood pressure medicine, but 
I think I gained 10 pounds from December to March. And I'm like, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. And I promise you, when I was on that scale, I told myself, all right, this is it. You got to go on this juice fast. This is what I know. I've tried calorie counting. I've tried keto. I've tried those type of diets where I can track calories. And don't get me wrong. I lost 30 pounds on keto. And it's not so much I gained it back. Um, I need to do another podcast on that. I've been seeing that narrative a lot about when you lose weight, when when you lose weight fast, and when you lose weight fast on a certain diet, the weight will come back on. I think those are two separate things that we have to dive deep into versus using it as a blanket statement to cover um, maybe why you shouldn't just go on diets. But anyway, I don't want to go down that tangent. But anyway, so when I weighed that day, um, I told myself, all right, that's it. At that time, it was about like 2 p.m. And by that time, I had only had like some water um, and maybe some coffee somewhere around there, um, if I can remember right. So I hadn't had anything far as um, what I would call like eating wise for salads wise or whatever. And that's because I don't really like eating before I work out. I do remember I had just finished working out at the gym. So it had to have been about like two o'clock in the afternoon when I was at my doctor's appointment. But anyway, I knew right then and there, I did not want to have this weight on. Right. I knew, I knew for sure. I didn't want to have this weight on at all. And I knew I'm like, you got to do something and you got to do something now. So the next morning on March the 15th, I like to weigh first thing in the morning, um, no clothes, you know, just some boxers, shorts, or just some shorts, no socks or anything. That's what I consider uh, a true measurement of, of losing weight. So at that time, when I weighed, March 15th, 2023 at 6 31 a.m i'm actually looking on my renfo app my renfo app fires for my scale where i can um uh track my 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 weight loss you know it's you know a bluetooth scale that you know connects right to the phone but anyway i weighed in at 357.6 now I'm the kind of person that I like to round to the nearest whole number. I don't like dealing with 0.6s and 0.4s. It just round to the nearest whole number. So I consider that 358, 358 pounds. That's where I believe I started at on March the 15th, 2023. Now, as of May the 26th, 2023, I weighed in at 308.4. 308.4. So that is minus 50 pounds. So let me know. Am I down from my doctor's visit? And if I am, that would mean I'm down 61 pounds. <laughs> but remember, the doctor visit I had clothes on. <laughs> and on March 15th in the morning, no clothes, right? But then here comes another thing. How can I drop from 369? to 357.6 or 358 in a matter of 24 hours. That could have been a possibility because my body does retain water. I do retain water. So you let me know in the comment section where my goal far started off with. But anyway, 
you know, that 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 was a proud moment that, you know, me losing this 50 pounds. Um, from March, you know, I, I've, I've been feeling better. My mind is a little bit more clear and my clothes that I was getting ready to throw out. I can now fit them again. You know what I mean? And um, I just feel better. You know, I just I, I do. I do. But I may not have lost 60 pounds, but I lost 50. I, I readjusted my goals and it's OK to readjust your goals. You know, when I readjusted my goal to lose 50 pounds from that date when I saw that I was not going to lose the, the 60 um, in a way I had to overcome those obstacles that faced, you know, that I faced far as those two weeks coming up, you know, um, and those were some pretty challenging obstacles from mental still dealing with, man, you didn't hit the 60 that you set out for, you know, you're a failure, you know, you can't ever complete anything. And I had to get out of my head, you know, from doing that, start beating myself up and say, at least it's still 50 pounds. At least it's still 50 pounds. For some people, it may take an entire year or two years to lose 50 pounds. And this is no bragging from the standpoint of, hey, I am better than you. I can say I am better than you. And you is the person that I'm looking at in the mirror on day one on March 15th. I am better than that person. And this is how I lose weight or how I've lost weight in the past. And sometimes you got to go back to do what works, right? You got to do, you know, what, what works, but I am happy about that. And now that I'm here, I don't want to work out anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to work out anymore, <laughs> but you really think I'm not going to work out. I'm just not going to work out anymore until next week. I need to take a couple of days off to rest my body because I've been feeling the need to just rest. Um, my back has been kind of just fatigue. My, my left side, I've been kind of going through something with my left side, still trying to figure out whatever that is. And um, I just need to chill. It's Memorial Day weekend. I got family in town. I got one, two, three, four, four clients a day. I got to go grocery shopping. And because um, I'm cooking for my family this weekend and probably hold a, another birthday party for my nieces and uh, for my niece and nephew. And, you know, just learn how to chill out. Just learn how to chill out. You know, it's it's OK. It's OK. It's OK that I, that I chill out. So I'm not going to work out over the next couple of days. Let my body heal um, from my my workouts, my workouts. I honestly cannot remember when's the last time I had a day off. I had to go back to my Apple Watch to look. But anyway, you know, I've been running about three miles a day and uh, or 30 minutes on the, the, the stair climber and then another 35 to 45 minutes of weight training, you know, with my clients and also still you know, just on my juice fast. Right now, here's a controversy where I remember running into in juice fast forums back in the day is by me adding soups, and smoothies and um, my love for peanut butter. And did you know that Biscoff cookie butter is better for you than peanut butter from a caloric intake point of view? I'm going to talk more about that <laughs> in a little bit, but, 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 um, you know, losing this weight, you know, I had to, you know, readjust my, 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 my thinking a lot. Right. And I had to readjust some, some workouts here or there, but now I'm back to just, you know, I'm saying pushing, pushing hard 
And, you know, 30 minutes of cardio first thing in the morning and then later on in the afternoon or midday, then I'm doing 30 to 45 minutes of um, of weight training. And just with that being said, I haven't taken a day off and my body is telling me my body is telling me that, hey, hey, bro, you know, you need to relax and I just need to let my body heal. So, no, I'm not going back to working out uh, for the next couple of days because I need I need some rest, you know, now that I hit my goal, you know, now what? Imagine a non-pharmaceutical performance device that can help you breathe easy, reduce exercise fatigue, and shortness of breath, all while improving your cardio performance. It's called the Breather Fit. The Breather Fit is evidence-based, drug-free respiratory muscle training, or RMT for short. It's designed to help athletes of all levels, elite military professionals, first responders, and people with physically demanding roles like you to gain an elite performance edge. Unlike most other respiratory trainers, Breather Fit trains both inspiratory and expiratory muscles. The independent dial system allows you to create highly targeted training protocols as well. With over 2 million units sold, Breather Fit is the next evolution in RMT. It was developed from the success of the Breather Health device. It has also been used in clinical applications to help chronic respiratory illness and help patients regain function and quality of life. Simply put, the RMT protocol designed to work with Breather Fit means working out more effectively and accelerated recovery from your workout. With Breather Fit, all it takes is 10 breaths for two sets, twice a day, six days a week. You can also record your performance to get useful and timely feedback with the Breather Coach app. Breather Fit is your secret weapon to maximize performance and meet your personal best. With Breather Fit, you work hard, but breathe easy. Use my code FITBREATHE at checkout to get 20% off at pnmedical.com slash product slash breather dash fit. The link will be in my show notes. Now I go back to my original goal of losing 60. Why 60 pounds? I'll be under 300 pounds for the first time in about, what is that, about anywhere between seven to nine years. When I dropped my 215 pounds, I admit I did not hold on to that weight long enough. I did not hold on to that long enough, and I started gaining weight because I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a plan of the now what. You know, now that I lost weight, what am I going to do? Now that I lost this 215 pounds, I had no discipline in regards to accepting the fact that this weight can come back. You know, I didn't really think about it like that. I heard about it, but I'm like, oh, no, not me. Anything that happens in life, you always think that, oh, this will never happen to me. This will never happen to me. But life will teach you. <laughs> life, life will really teach you. So I'm going to go back to my original goal of losing 60 pounds, right? And I am legit eight pounds, well, nine pounds away from being under 300 pounds. Um, for the first time in years. And that is an accomplishment to me. I really didn't think I could do it at first. And I had to realize who I was, you know, I had to go back and look at documentation that I kept during that time. I had to look at pictures and accept that is who you were. You know, that is who you are. That's, that's still in you, that persistent, consistent person that will do what it, is that you need to do to drop this weight. I really, you know, lost that along along the way. There were some some things that happened in my life I wasn't too proud about and I did get down about it. But I'm here now. 
Let's not dwell on the past. I'm here now and we have to look onward and forward, look onward and forward. And hitting that 299 is so achievable. It's so close to a point to where now I want to continue. I want to continue. This is why today is day 75. I told myself weeks ago on day 74, I'm going to you know, eat on my niece's birthday. And at that time, I didn't have any plans uh, kind of I don't want to say like going forward. I just didn't have any plan on the now what. And I realized when I hit my goal and even when I set my goal, I have to set the the now what goal, too. And that's kind of tough because it does seem greedy. It does provide some aspect of greed. You know, it's like when you get something, it's like, now what, now what? And it's like, just get it first, just get it first. But in this case, in my case, when it comes to losing weight, I have to discipline myself to be prepared for what happens when I hit my goal. And I have to have another goal of when I do hit the 299, right? And with that being said, being that I hit the the 50 pound mark today, is that Memorial Day is Monday. Yes, I'm cooking. Um, I have to be honest with myself. I do believe I'm going to I'm going to eat. I do believe I'm going to eat. I have to understand I can't pig out. Done that before. Had diarrhea the next day because I had no clue that my body could not retain, contain or process all that junk food. I want to say junk food. Let me rephrase that. Just the food that I had in general. I remember when I came off of my first juice fast when I dropped the 80 pounds, it was Memorial Day and I decided to eat an entire plate of barbecue. Like, oh, I'm so tough. I'm so tough. I eat it. Nothing to happen. And the next day I am sitting on the toilet, pants down to my ankles, you know, squeezing out the life that's coming out with me. Um, that may be too graphic, but we are grown. We are grown. We are grown. So I have to learn to pace myself. And with that being said, I understand my, my weight will jump up maybe two, maybe three, maybe four pounds. And I have to understand that because my body will retain the sodium, the fluid, whatever from, you know, the food, but please believe I have goals. I have goals. I need to hit that that 60 pound mark, I need to be under, uh, uh, two, 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 I'm sorry. I need to be under 300 pounds. I keep thinking and seeing the number 299 when I, when I get on the scale. Um, so it's okay to fail at your goal as long as you're okay with adjusting it and due to whatever the circumstances is right. Every day that you are blessed to breathe, you have a chance to reach your goals. And this is another pep talk that I have to you know, have with myself. Like, you know, it's okay. Sometimes I weigh myself and I'm up a pound. I'm, you know, I'm up two pounds and I just get told totally angry. And it's go back to doing what you were doing. Go back to doing what you were doing. The body's adjusting. The body is adjusting. So this is a true aspect of trusting the process, trusting the process. But yes, every day that you are blessed to breathe, you have another chance to reach your goals. You know, there will be sacrifices you have to make. Maybe some days I can't eat peanut butter. Maybe some days they are, you know, days I have to run. There are there are some days that I have to run harder. Some days I want to do two miles. No, you got to do three. No, you got to do three. You know, there are some days where I don't want to lift weights as heavy. But no, sometimes you you got to do that. So these are sacrifices, you know, sacrifices about staying up late to juice. I posted a video a couple of days ago about the tough parts about juicing. Nobody talks about. And that is staying up late to juice, because however your schedule is for the day um, and the day four. And you know that this is the only time that I need to or only time that I have to juice is not now, but right now. You know, I was up to 1130 a couple of nights ago juicing because that's the time that I had and I had to be prepared because I didn't have anything, you know, in the refrigerator. So there are sacrifices and those sacrifices 
you know, it will, will, will answer the question of how bad do you want it? You know, how bad do you want it? So this week, my, my food intake in regards to, to juicing, um, I juice some apples, pears, uh, cucumbers, and some spinach. And that one was really good. That one was really good. And then I've been on this grape, uh, grape juice, um, you know, kick, right? Taking some fresh grapes and juice and no. So I took some Brussels sprouts, grapes, some carrots, and also some, um, some celery. I also also did that. And that one turned out pretty good. Great. Fresh grape juice is, 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 is strong. Right. And I've been grilling a lot. I've been grilling a lot lately for my girlfriend trying to keep her, um, you know, meals prepped up for, I did a podcast a couple months ago. Well, no, a couple of years ago. Now that I think about it, I don't know what episode that is. Comment below on what episode that podcast episode is. It was called meal prep for your, for your girlfriend. And, um, this is part of me supporting her fitness journey because, you know, when you're in the house and you're living with, um, your, your mate or whoever it is that you, you live with, it is tough if you are on one page and they are on a different page. If I'm, you know, trying to lose weight and being on my fitness journey and, you know, my other isn't, you know, that can be tough, but that's not the case here. You know, she supports me and mine, um, cause I'm juicing and, you know, she's a, a calorie counter in weighing out food and she's dropped some weight too. So we're motivating each other. And I have, um, you know, just been on the grill and just making sure, you know, she's has, you know, her fresh grilled food and stuff. So that is tempting. That is tempting to, you know, go ahead and eat that food. Right. But, um, I'm like, you know what? I can make that into a soup. So I posted that video on my Instagram of taking a New York strip steak and putting it into my Montel Williams health master elite blender with some rice, cauliflower, chicken broth, some tomatoes and mushrooms and blending that up. And I have some steak soup. Now it's the consistency of, um, like baby food. And I know I needed some more protein in my diet and that satiated me. You know, people can feel how they want to feel about, Oh, it's not a real juice fast. If you're doing that. I mean, in this day and age, people can be whoever they want to be, um, on, on the internet. So I'm like, you know what? I can still call it a juice fast because that is the foundation. That is the base of my, my, my intake. And, 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 can you argue with the results? If you're going to get so caught up on the naming of something, hey, <laughs> that's your headache, not mine. I'll let the scale, you know, speak for itself. But going back to what I said earlier, did you know that Biscoff cookie butter is better for you than peanut butter from a caloric intake point of view? So I had been jonesing for some honey roasted peanut butter, honey roasted peanut butter by Peter Pan, the yellow top. And I was in Schnooks and I was looking at, the caloric intake for the peanut butter. And I saw some Biscoff cookie butter years ago. I went through a whole thing with Biscoff cookie butter. Just, Oh, it was so addictive. Anyway, I just decided to look at the calories because my girlfriend, she has me into the point to where I need to, or just, just watching calories, right? Because she's doing it. And the Biscoff cookie butter in comparison to the honey roasted peanut butter, and it's two tablespoons per serving. The Biscoff cookie butter is 170 calories, while the peanut butter is 200 calories. I'll say it again. The Biscoff cookie butter is 170 calories per two tablespoons um, and 200 calories for the honey roasted peanut butter, which is two tablespoons as well. But 
the Biscoff cookie butter has more sugar and less protein and the honey roasted has more protein and less overall sugar, but just by a fraction, just by a fraction. So let me know, is it better for you from a sugar? Well, no, let me ask you this. Rephrasing the question is, is the cook is the Biscoff cookie butter better for you than the honey roasted peanut butter? you know, from a caloric intake, not from the sugar intake. And I understand, you know, some things can have a lot of more, more sugar and maybe less calories, but what do you think? What do you think? You know, you let me know, you let me know, but I hope you have a great Memorial day and, um, spend time with your family, honor those who have fought and bled and died for this country. Um, my grandfather fought in the Korean war. Um, he did not pass away. (laughs) He did not pass away from that. Um, but I always have a deep respect for veterans, soldiers, um, and those who have put their lives on the line for this country. And I I do appreciate you. I, I do appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. That is, uh, that's real. That's, that's real. Um, when I go visit my uncle, he has my grandfather's uh, flag, um, his, his flag that, um, you know, they honored him with at, at the funeral and, you know, it's a military flag. And again, that just, is just a sign of the sacrifices, those who are willing to make to make sure that their family had a, had a great future, had a great future. And I appreciate that. And I love you all for, listening and sticking with me for 200 episodes of the success fitness podcast and if you found inspiration in today's podcast and would like to support then sign up to my weekly newsletter the success fitness newsletter you'll get access to my new ebook how many calories should i eat it's a guide with resources to find your daily caloric intake to ensure success in reaching your fitness goals you'll also get access to my private facebook community success fitness family and weekly emails when this podcast publishes every sunday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. The link to sign up to the Success Fitness Newsletter will be in the description. Thank you for listening to the Success Fitness Podcast. And remember this, if it's not making you stronger, simply chant more weight, more weight, more weight. Peace out. Lord Jesus, it's a fire. It's Friday afternoon and I am sitting at my kitchen table and I am drinking one of my juices because I am hungry. I had preheated the oven because I have an order to cook for one of my clients. And as I'm sitting at the table, I see something out of the corner of my eye and it is smoke, legit smoke. And also where there's smoke, there is fire. And how true that is. And I saw fire in my oven. You know, most ovens have glass doors where you can see the inside. It's literally on fire. I'm not talking a small fire. I'm talking about very close to being engulfed, very close to being engulfed. I hop up and I do something that I shouldn't have done. I open the oven and the flames got bigger. And, you know, hindsight is 2020. Um, obviously, fire feeds off of air, feeds off of oxygen to get bigger, right? So that wasn't the best of decisions. So I then turn the oven off. I go to my sink. I always try to keep a sink full of water. Um, and I grabbed a towel, dish rag from out of there, and I threw it right on top of the fire. And it went out. The fire went out. But I have a whole bunch of smoke 
in the kitchen. I wasn't even thinking about inhaling it, inhalation or anything like that. Um, I just went into self-preservation mode because that could have easily burned down the entire kitchen um, house. And I wouldn't be here talking to you right now in in this podcast. Um, I'm very curious on how some plastic some plastic got on the, 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 what do you call it? The eye, not the eye, but the burner, the, the range, um, the heating element. That's what it's called. The heating element. And, uh, we just got that replaced maybe about uh, last summer. But anyway, I really don't know how any plastic got into the oven. Um, back in the day I used to store extra pots and pans in the oven like most people. Well, I can't say like most people. I know I kind of grew up like that. If we didn't have enough room in the, um, in the cabinets or whatever, um, just store your stuff in the, in the oven. But that wasn't the case. Um, my oven, I try to keep clean. I assume I keep clean, but you know, assumption is wrong, right? You know what they say when you assume. So, um, I was very upset at myself because I did a rookie mistake. I didn't check the oven. As long as I've been cooking, I've always checked the oven before I turn it on. So if there's anything that you get out of this, make sure you check the oven before you turn it on. But, um, the entire kitchen was black. There's no smoke damage or anything like that, but whatever was burning kind of dissipated into the air. Right. It's, um, I don't know who says that. Who was that? Um, Newton, um, like nothing ever really dies, you know, it just has a different form. So whatever it was, it was plastic on the inside of my oven and through the burning process, um, it became, um, you know, aerial, if that's the proper term I want to use for right now. But um, the little black spots and stuff got all over the kitchen, kitchen floor, kitchen countertop, the cabinets, the top of the refrigerator. So <sighs> I spent all that time uh, cleaning up. Um, but, you know, thank God, thank God, thank God, the worst of the worst that could have happened did not happen. And this is just a, a testament of, of God's grace, God's grace. So the kitchen is clean, all is well, and I am getting ready to start cooking for my client and finalizing their order. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to check the oven before I turn it on. Peace out.